What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. And yes, we are awesome. I am Justin here with Meals 190, episode 190. Hey, you think you'll be able to hear this in Dolby Atmos sound? No? (laughs) Who can they hear this? Can you hear this? I can hear it. I can hear it. Listen, the soundboard is back. Soundboard is back. So for the past couple of weeks, every time we've recorded on Zencaster, I have forgot to plug in my soundboard. And I know I put it two weeks ago. Oh, there's, there's sound quality with this. And everyone's like, you sound normal. When you when you record a podcast for as long as me and Meals has, you can tell <laughs> when you don't sound normal. And it, it bothered me. It's been bothering me for the past two weeks. So I'll, I'll make sure mm-hmm. it never happens again. You can tell. Normally that. with. Normally with those type of things, if I have any sort of sound issues, which happens pretty frequently as with all the other pods and stuff, especially like on the lookout and stuff like that, I will just send it out into the world and I will forget about it. And that's kind of all that I have to do. I just be like, yo, I'm going to upload it. Hope you guys get a laugh or something. I sound like I'm in a bathroom, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. So, you know, it, yeah. it happens. It happens to the best of us. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, we're here. We're almost at episode 200. Don't yeah, ask us. Gotta, don't ask I us. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We got to plan this shit. We got 10 episodes between this. Look out. I'm also approaching episode 100 of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm just now I'm stressed. It feels like planning a birthday. You know what? I, you know what? I have the worst thing I've been planning. I want to see all my friends again. So I'm like, OK, maybe I should plan a picnic. But I hate planning events because I hate I don't like planning things anymore. Like it's there's too much stuff that goes on in my brain and it gives me too much anxiety in terms of like making sure everyone's having a good time. Who am I inviting? Who am I not inviting? Who's going to mix well together, et cetera, et cetera. And I want to have this like this picnic type of thing. Right. But I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I've been holding this off. I'm like, yo, Juneteenth is almost here. It'll be a great weekend to do it. Um, but I just don't know. I'm, I'm, I need someone to help me with my anxiety of like planning things because it, it happens even for my birthday. My birthday, I'd be like, I'll be like in August and I'll go to someone else's birthday thing. I'm like, man, I should do one of these shits for myself. Like just just to hang out with people that I love. But you and know then I get to my, go you ahead. You know what's crazy? You say you're not a planner, but you're like one of the best planners. Like you actually plan really well. I... <laughs> It's weird with like actual, I don't know. It's like, I'm not the same type. I can definitely plan stuff like social media wise, online wise, all this other stuff like that. But when it comes to actually like in-person things where I have to kind of like figure out a venue and then figure out how many people are coming and then coordinate with the venue. Like I remember I had such a, I didn't have necessarily a hard time, but you know, when you plan with black people and (laughs) suddenly... Suddenly 14 turns to seven, then seven turns to four, and then suddenly there's the three of you guys just drinking whatever, doing something. So I have that type of anxiety. Also, I have the anxiety of, and this is this comes from me as like a student. So I was an engineering student, so I was studying all the time in college. Right. So I would never go to any parties. Everyone would ask me, yo, you coming to this thing? Nah, I can't. I got to study, blah, blah, blah. Yo, you coming to this? Nah, I'm going to leave early. I got to go study, blah, blah, blah. So I've gotten into my mind the idea of when I eventually throw something, no one's ever going to come because I didn't come to any of their shit ever. Right. <laughs> so, I don't well, know. It's a weird phobia. 
I mean, a lot of planning going into a wedding. So I've, I've, I've learned a side of myself with this that I never knew. Mm. Like, I'm creative directing. Like, I don't know. You've seen the Save the Dates that are coming out. Of course I have. Yes, yes. Um, be on the lookout. Check your mail. If you listen. No, we, but, post, we post uh, it in the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, post it in the Patreon. Post it in the Patreon. I'm posted in the Patreon. But I mean, you know, it, it's creative directed and, and you know, it, 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 it's a side that I never even knew. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like it, it, it's definitely going to ramp up in the next couple of weeks as we plan actual invitations. And that's going to be its own thing. I want to do a vlog of, of, of all of the. A vlog? Of the, a photo, vlog. the photo shoots that we've been doing for the past month. Like we've, me and my fiance have done a lot of photo shoots. I think more than she even knows. She's done a lot of photo mm. shoots. Mm. Listen, Just I don't know about photo shoots, man. I don't feel comfortable with all the people taking pictures of me. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. I have all types of different. Fo- Listen, this is. I'm, I'm. I'm exposing a lot about myself on this episode. Episode 190. You're learning a lot more about me than. Yeah, yeah we, we're settled in. The, the honeymoon period's over. <laughs> we're, 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 when you get home, dinner's already made. We're already you already ate. We're on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're we're fucked up. We're, it might be the heat too. It's super hot in New York. I just had to turn the AC off so you guys can have actual great sounding quality podcast. So okay, thank I'm about you. To be here for another ninety minutes, and I'm about to if I take my shirt off. Don't worry about it. Oh wow. Okay, there you go. Uh, speaking of relationships, we got some new relationships with some Patreon uh, joint subscribers. Uh, I want to shout out. At the top of the show here, some of our new members. Uh, we got Darren Ezel. Thank you, da- thank you, Darren. Joshua Hill. Thank you, Josh. Uh, we got Josh Gorringe. Thank you as well. Jeff Trotter. Thank you so much. Uh, and Joel Kanan. Uh, is it Kanan? Kanan? Kanan. Kanan. I always want to. I never want to be that person. <laughs> that but, t- thankfully, you are because you just jump right into it, and I'm just like, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> No thing off me. I gotta mispronounce Joel, people's names. Joel, it's my fault. It's my fault. But thank you, sir, for uh, subscribing. You're gonna say something like you mispronounced it again. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm. I'm a piece of shit. Uh, but if you, if I said it wrong in the comments of this on our Patreon, which you can sign up for right now, Patreon.com/slash DA Show RNC, uh, put a comment on this episode, and I will I will apologize profusely. <laughs> for 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 minutes <laughs> about yeah. saying the name wrong. Uh, speaking of the page, the Patreon, um, we had a new show debut this week that's getting a re- a lot of really good reviews. I think a lot of people really love it. The Invasion Diaries with with mm. Neil kind of going on his little Walter Cronkite Dan Rather shit about this. Come on, Mills, talk about it. Listen, I love this show. I've already, like I said, I've already got three episodes in the bank right now. We got the we got the next episode coming up. It's going to feature you again, Justin Davis, and also feature Mark from RSPN, um, mm-hmm. as he revealed many weeks ago. But it's a it's it's a fun experience. I like going back. My favorite part is going back to the year two thousand and one. My favorite parts are um, revisiting these old Raws and kind of like realizing that everything is kind of in a vacuum because Raw has been just a terrible show for the last over two decades. (laughs) Um, and just kind of like exploring things that we ourselves, you know, we've been doing this podcast for the last three, four years. Um, just kind of exploring things that we've never actually talked about. Like, what are our thoughts? I think generally I know our thoughts about like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Like the man, listen, there's no, 
legitimately, there's... N- <laughs> I watched the Invasion pay-per-view the other day for one of the other episodes. Um, he turns on the Invasion. He turns on the WWF. The Alliance wins. Booker T gets the pin. And somehow still Stone Cold Steve Austin's music ends the show. <laughs> <laughs> so... We have experiences like that that we're going to go through as well. Um, it's a fun experience. I, you know, this is going to be going on for the next couple of weeks. So make sure you guys sign up to the Patreon. You're going to get all these episodes. Um, and yeah, we're just having fun with it, really. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I do have one more announcement, but I don't want to actually announce it. Yeah, it's an announcement of an announcement. Uh, Ooh, so- I like yes. that. Uh, coming in the next, I want to say within the next two weeks. Uh, so we're going to give Invasion Diaries some room to breathe, but I have my own show coming, uh, with, oh. with my inside. Yeah, we're keeping the content, content coming. So, uh, I don't want to give it away yet, but tune in next week. We'll, we'll give you the, uh, the release date, uh, and what the show is and what it's about. It's a brand new show, uh, strictly for Patreon. It's going to be really, really dope. And we're taking a deep dive and this is, you know, this is thanks to you guys giving us the opportunity to give these deep dives and give you guys a little bit extra time, a little bit more content, a little bit more projects and activities and stuff like that. We always wanted to do, we've always wanted to do shows like this, you know, but Mm -hmm. we've always wanted to give you guys more of us and give you guys more opportunities to hear us. So uh, just hang with, hang tight next week. I'll, I will uh, reveal what the new show that me and Cyrus are doing. Uh, But you also have this month's spot callers where me and Cyrus will be talking about PWG all-star weekend 13. So we're watching that for spot callers this month. So stay on the lookout for that as well on the Patreon. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on the Patreon. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I love it. So let's get into No Hold the Bar for the week. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on this week. A lot, no hold- a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Let's, you know, let's get through it. Let's get through it. Because, well, I don't even know. Between No Holds Barred, Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw, I'm not sure which has actually the most stuff that we need to talk about. There's a lot of stuff. That's Probably, no holds barred. Probably No Holds Barred this week. So, um, okay. WWE Draft is rumored for August 30th and September 3rd via the Matt Men Wrestling Podcast. They've, they've broke some news in the past couple weeks that, that has come true. Uh, namely, uh, a, a lot. I forgot what they brought. Did they break the SummerSlam news? I want to say one of their one of their guys did the, the actual location of it. Um, man, broke, man. Whatever. I, I don't know, but uh, it's gonna happen. So we've been hearing about call ups happening, uh, and it looks like we'll only have to wait a little bit under two months to to get these call ups, which makes sense to me. NXT has to go through its last phase of of going to a takeover, uh, namely a, a a SummerSlam takeover to have people called up. You got to finish off these storylines. And if this gives them time to do it, they better wrap it up now. Uh, and it makes sense. So um, what do you think? What do you feel about the draft? I, I mean, it's it's needed, bro. You know what I mean? Like we've been we've been in the pandemic roster for a while. <laughs> All right. I love the draft. I mean, I, I love the draft kind of every month. I would like to see a much more like, you know, like we've talked about the influx of new talent. I think there's only so many times you can shuffle the same talent between Raw and SmackDown before we're right back where we started. You know, before we're right back in the damn, how do we get to Miz versus Dolph Ziggler again? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's only so much times we can shuffle the same roster back and forth. Well, it's so different I would really, because ahead. it's different because we're missing people now. So we we're missing at least twenty to thirty people from these rosters now. They have to be filled with NXT people now. So yeah. it's not going to be like right. Like we're we're going to be dealing with a really handicapped roster until this time. We and we know this, and we should definitely expect it, especially for. Well, I mean, Raw seems to be using their people now. SmackDown seems to be kind of they got their core, middle, and top card. 
but we're gonna mm-hmm. have to, we're gonna see how they how it breaks down. I just think it's gonna be funny that people who like love SmackDown now are they gonna love it in October when these when these rosters completely change? Is gonna be my question. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think SmackDown. <laughs> if you keep if you keep a couple of big names on SmackDown, you're pretty much set. Like, but, but they got they got they're they're loaded. They got, they have all the people that people like, <laughs> right? Yeah. So they have KO. They have uh they have Seth. They have Cesaro. They have Biggie. <laughs> like, yeah. do we, do we see another swap. Will we see New Day get swapped back. Like, like what are we gonna do? Like, it's gonna be really that interesting. Wow, that would be actually cool. Yeah, would Biggie move to Raw? New Day to move to SmackDown? Huh, interesting. That'd be super interesting. Um, speaking of <laughs> interesting, our good pal Tommy End, uh, I, formerly known as Alistair Black, uh, has been on social media quite quite a, a bit since last week. Uh, of course, if you haven't, um, you know, listened to our uh, releases episode on, on uh, last week, our emergency podcast about the WWE releases. Please check that out and hear our thoughts about it and hear some of his quotes about his time there at WWE. But people, namely journalists like David Bixon's band, uh, have been very critical for some reason of Aleister Black saying that he had a positive situation there. He was really cool with Vince. Bruce Pritchard protected him. And that he was not bitter about his his uh, release, and you're getting a different energy, right, about the things that he's saying. Yeah, I mean, not everybody got to be bitter about how it went down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why are we trying to make up a situation where Alistair is somehow going to be mad about a job that employed him and his wife for the better part of five years, right? Like. And he probably wants to go back. To be real with you, <laughs> I mean, it's gonna. He don't have to, but he probably does want to, and he wants to be kind of in good standing. Listen, it's not beneficial to really kind of talk down any of these places. The wrestling business is not a massive business. Um, you can definitely get stuff done in other places. You can try to angle your way in, but it's not a massive business, so you don't really want to cut a lot of ties. I mean, those who want to believe they can, and they will. And to be honest with you, Vince will still hire you back because yeah. Vince don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> he really don't care. Um, but, do, but, but, to say, but to bring up something as like, I mean, this is deathly serious. Like, like Stockholm Syndrome is like hostages. Like, Vince yeah. isn't putting a gun to Aleister Black's head and saying, you know, sit back and go out there. And, and then people are like, oh, well, he's the one who fired him. Why would he be Why would he be cool with it? And I'm like, didn't Alistair himself say that he understood the nature of why he was released and what happened? So, I mean, he under, he seems to understand what the what the situation is. If he's my, my thing is like, if he's not mad about it, why the fuck are we? Yeah. Why, why are it's we mad about it? What, what, <laughs> like, why do I give a shit if he doesn't care? He, he's not saying he was wrong. He's not saying any of that stuff. And I'm not, it's not to say that he doesn't, he didn't have situations that chafed him. And he's talked about the situations that made him upset. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's just really incredible that people are trying to put this on, on my guy like this. Like that's, that's fucked up. Like, honestly, Mills, like I'm more inclined to follow Alistair wherever, or Tommy, wherever he goes because of the way he's handled the situation. I don't like the, the whole go on social media, air your grievances, you know, all that shit. I don't like that shit. I'm I'm like, like that it's shit is corny. Out. Yeah, it's, it's super play. It was cool the first time. And, and I just got to be clear with it. Like, there is a real sense of not only entitlement, which is fine in some instances as a fan, because as a fan, you you, you are entitled to have, to want a good product, and that's fair. But mm-hmm. since, and, and, and it's, it's, it's crazy because 
CM Punk has had a lot to say about things like, oh, I feel like the, the Roman Reigns turn is five years too late and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, five years ago, wh- why do you think that couldn't happen? Why do you think he, he couldn't reach the, the level he's at right now? Because of you. Because of what you because of what you said. CM Punk is a failure. <laughs> like, to be right, real like, with you. Let's keep it a stack. CM Punk is a failure. He had a great wrestling career, and then he decided to leave, and he thought he was going to be big shit outside of it. And guess what? You're not. not. He's not. I think it's even so, close. I think it's so insane that he comes out. Well, well, this company's run like a blockbuster thing with with terrible company and, and, and talking about you the run a company. Then come on, man, Let's stop, like, please. Stop. Yeah, you Shut up. Yeah, like bro, you dip. You look like fucking. You look like death warmed over now, bro. Like you did. Yeah, you did mad wow. years ago. They got mad bread since then. And what if you you got I, beat I, up in UFC I, twice? <laughs> I still say to this day, I'm so glad they never let him in event in WrestleMania. I'm I'm just gonna say it right now, I'm glad they never did. I'm glad. Imagine what he would be like right now if he was still in the company. <laughs> he'd be worse Sorry. than Roman. He'd be beating he's he he would be worse than Roman right now. He he beat everybody. My man but, is. But it, but it's like there, there's that I think that Punk and, and I mean I don't know if you think this is Cap or not I think that Punk is the one who galvanized these fans to act the way like he started the Reddit era he started the the the, the kind of like the Twitter era of what we have now where it's like you have to it has to be extreme it has to be a pipe bomb when you leave it has to be a pipe bomb podcast when you leave because now you see everyone who leaves they go straight to a podcast they go straight to talk is Jericho Alistair is on. Uh, Renee's podcast this week he's not saying anything negative so it's not getting any news <laughs> no one's talking about the podcast because he's not talking about anything negative it's crazy that's insane it is what it is <laughs> did you know he was on the podcast this week no I didn't know exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you would have known no. you would have known my if- brand of podcast but I, to all everyone involved <laughs> best saying, of wishes like, to you. You would have saw quotes from it though, right? Like you would have, you would have definitely been able to be. Oh yeah, I saw that this, this morning. He said that Vince took a shit in his bag or some shit, right? But it, yeah. but it didn't happen. And I think it's because everyone's looking for this pipe bomb, and it just always doesn't happen. But that's that's my thought on the Alistair situation. Mills, what are your thoughts? You know, a week later, um, kind of like on these releases. Everyone looks in good spirits. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like they look like <laughs> they look like they're incredibly sad in the beginning, shocked and stuff, and then they're just like, "Oh, well, I'm I'm optimistic about my future." And you know what? By all means, be optimistic about your future. We told Braun get in some movies. I hope you read in some scripts. Um, you know, uh, the, the Ruby Riot seems like she's you know getting to a better place now. Um, I haven't checked in on Santana Garrett, but I didn't really check in when she was there, so I don't. <laughs> I don't know how much has actually changed. No. Um, but, you know, Buddy Murphy, he's taking bookings. He put his email in the thing. I was like, yo, you want to be on the A show, man? You want to you wanna line what? up on the A show? Hey, let, let's let's email Buddy Murphy. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do let's that. I'm sure he's a great guy to talk to. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Um, I mean, that, there, there is, the, the, you know, the, the best thing about this news is that there's no news. And is that, that no one is, everyone's letting their 90-day ride out. I'm sure Ruby Riot will talk when she wants to. I'm sure Braun yeah. will talk when he wants to. I'm sure Santana will talk when she wants to. But everyone seems to be letting it letting it right out. And I'm fine with it because, honestly, what could Braun say? <laughs> like, what could a Braun say? They didn't let me be champion against Brock, so. Like, how, cra- how crazy is it that <laughs> niggas has been like, man, y'all couldn't figure out a way to make Braun work? And then you search their tweets and they're like, Braun sucks. And it's just like, <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. He sucked for a while. Like he was he wasn't that great. Um ass. But yeah. Um one last thing. Your boy Andrade debut. Oh, I'm Andrade, sorry. Andrade uh, Andrade Idolo. On what Quan says is one of the worst episodes of Dynamite that he's ever seen. <laughs> and I, I left. I, I think I watched part of it. Um I saw when he debuted. What else did I watch? I don't fucking remember. I definitely it was I was switching between that and NBA because Kawhi was going crazy. Um, yeah, I don't remember much of it. Yeah, it had to be bad. <laughs> there, there, Oh, it ended with Dustin Rhodes versus some some dude, some goof. Yeah, some dude. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, friend. Uh, but um, they're saying they're reporting that Andrade, in order to sign, he um. He basically tasked Tony Khan to, to the, the only way that he would sign is that if he had some sort of light creative control over his over the matches that he's going to lose and what the matches that he's going to have. And I said, well, that's never been a bad idea before. <laughs> I applaud that man. Listen, don't let Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks try to dictate your career. You see what they did to everybody else? They have some of them. They have some of the greatest talent in wrestling today. Like, but as much as you can shit on them for the actual stories, they have some of the greatest talent in wrestling today. And look how they're used. Friggin' Kenny Omega just hit Pac over the head with four different belts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Pac is, really, Pac is really wasting his life. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, bro, you was mad over this. You can be that mad. Like, you can, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how mad were you? Like, you set out for, like, you set out your contract for, like, nine months, but you really trying to be doing, you, now I feel like you've been sitting in the darkness for, like, fucking 18 months. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you couldn't, it couldn't have been that bad. Um, Andrade, listen, he's there. I do think if they use him right, which hopefully he will choose to be used right, because they've been using a lot of people. Freaking Christian Cage. Y'all there teaming with Jungle Boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that like, boy about to be feuding with Matt Hardy. <laughs> feuding with Matt Hardy. Bro, <laughs> like you see what world we in? Like you see what <laughs> Christian stepped in? And he uh, thought, I don't know, I'm not gonna be as popping as Edge. You probably Edge hasn't been around for weeks. This could have been all you, my friend. You could have been versus the tribal chief. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, Edge would have saved you. <laughs> but still, like, come on, man. Uh, I I props to Andrade for getting his creative control. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Uh I mean, listen, man. <sighs> Hey, <laughs> what, what, what can you say? Uh, so we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about Raw and Smackdown after the show and then we're going to wrap it up. So we'll be right back on the A show. <sighs> oh. Okay. No, 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 no. I got this. I got this. I got this. Oh. <laughs> I got this. Okay. It's not happening. It's not happening. I got it. Okay. 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 Oh. Look, 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 look. Behind you, Shane. No, 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 no. It's just a doll. It's just a doll.
Listen, man, say what you got to say. I know you. I know you. What you're gonna say about this segment? Let's get it. Let's get, when we get to Raw, I'll talk about it. <laughs> don't bring no smoke to Shayna because I thought that she was completely game for that segment. I thought that she was probably the best part about it. Everything else was bad, but the, but Shayna was actually the best part about it to me. Um, so we're gonna talk about. <laughs> We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about the raw baby. Come on. We're gonna talk about raw and SmackDown here. Uh, let's start off with Friday Night SmackDown. Roman Reigns, the Usos, and now the Mysterios tangling it up and potentially meeting each other at Hell in a Cell. Uh, I, I thought it was a great story throughout the show. I thought it and it, and it makes it makes sense. And, and and I think that there's a lot more at stake here than just like the titles and stuff like that. It's like a family thing. And I, and I think that it's it's a really good storyline for Roman to be in. I agree. I agree. I wish, you know what? Could have used some extra build for Rey Mysterio. That's all I would say about it. Maybe we could have used, I mean, I don't know if you predict you get here from there. I don't know if this is the last match in this occasion. Um, but I think Rey Mysterio could have benefited. If we are going Rey versus Roman, he could have easily benefited from like, all right, maybe we give him a couple wins here and there over some monumental opponents and stuff like that. But otherwise, I think the story itself, once again, um, the story about brothers, the story about father and son, the story about family, it's all intertwining. It just works. It sells itself, to be honest. If you know all the characters within the thing, it sells itself. I am all for Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio one-on-one. I think this, I'm hearing it's a first time ever, which is very rare. In WWE nowadays, considering how many times we've seen various matches back to back to back to back to back on the same show. Um, so for a first time ever, I would be 100% for this. Yeah. Um, hey, give me give me Ray and uh, give me Ray and uh, in Roman, man. Never happened before. Let's do it. I'm with it. Doesn't he beat the shit out of Dominic, by the way. Oof. <laughs> the, the dog. Pause on him. <laughs> the dog shit out of him, bro. Uh, so next up on SmackDown, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. How do we feel like everything's going with this with this feud? Um, Bianca cut a pretty good promo. I thought. I, I think that it, it's very rare you see a babyface talk about their insecurities, uh, mm-hmm. talk about things that that have bothered them. Um, I keep hearing from people that Bianca is just another person on the roster. And I honestly don't see it. I think that they've kept her pretty strong and not and not stupid looking. I, I think that the people don't understand what Bailey's doing, and I and I think that that's more of a of a a lesson of like they don't explain it very well. But I, I think that obviously ba- Bailey needling her and getting at her insecurities, which is what she explained, is what they needed in the story. And I wish they would have did it earlier. But hey, like I thought Bianca carried herself really well. I agree. And I think my favorite part about the segment was actually the Bailey part because it looks like she's like, it looks like, I don't want to say she's close to the brink of insanity. Yes. Because it looks like, but it, it looks like she's in complete control of what she's doing. Now she kind of seems more so like a very over the top evil villain, which works because she is over the top and she looks absolutely insane. And what they did in the Thunderdome, I thought was a great use of the Thunderdome and could only be done in the Thunderdome. Um, so I thought that was a great touch to the segment with her laughing all around her. Um, I thought it was a very strong segment heading into this Hell in a Cell match. And when you see the promo for it, which I'm sure they're going to do, it's going to pop. It's going to be amazing. Um, I'm no, looking forward to this match. Out. The commercial is already out with the uh, with the laughing uh, oh, screen. It's Gotta really cool. That. It's good. I mean, I, again, we knew Bianca would be up against a lot. But the best thing that SmackDown has for her is the fact that Bailey and Sasha are there. 
And I think that you could carry her throughout the summer with those two alone and you'll be fine. I think she's got a better role than Rhea does right now <laughs> on, on Raw. So, like, I, right. I'm completely fine. I think Bianca's going to be fine. And it's, it should be a good match. We'll see what, we'll see what they do um, this week and at the go home next week. Um, what What is up with Seth Rollins? What's going on with him? Now, you want to talk about somebody on the brink of insanity? He's already, he's there and over it. He's... What is up with him? Does he have a bad knee? Like, what is going on? Wrestle. Mean? I want him wrestling. I don't want him talking. He don't make no sense. <laughs> and he doesn't say anything. And he leaves those segments abruptly. Sure, it becomes a, a, a waste of time. I know he's selling hard the Cesaro thing. But Cesaro's not there. You know who needs to be there? It's Cesaro. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be able to sell the, the injury. Some the injury. Yeah. But... I don't I think, know. I think we get the. I think that we get the uh, the cell announcement. I think that's going to be your second cell match. No women's cell matches this this time around because there's really no storyline that needs it. But I think I think the Seth and Cesaro is going to be the second cell match. That's the only match, honestly, on the card that needs it. To be honest with you, I feel like we're going to end up getting Rhea versus Charlotte in a cell, or wow. Bianca versus Bailey in a cell. I do think we will have a women's one. It just seems I think they're on the wave now. We got to have a men's one. We got to have a women's one. So you think they're going to do three? Because that's usually that's what they've been doing for the past couple of years. Is three? I, yeah, maybe, but I hope not. I don't know. It's no, been short of pay per views. Oh, uh, they'll, they'll. I mean, there's there are barely any matches announced, right? So there's only been um, the women's matches and Bobby and um, Bobby and uh, and, and Drew. Drew, and that's it so mm. far. So it, it it is a shorter pay per view overall. So okay, I mean, I could definitely see it. Uh, no Big E again. Well, I mean, it's obviously it's obvious we know why. <laughs> what no was with that news of like? They have no plans for Big E, and it's like, duh, you <laughs> fucking idiot! Like, like, do you like, think, like, could, could you, for for once, could you please just kind of just work with us here? Like, obviously, I was like, I hope no one's eating this up because it's like, duh, his partner was just. Th- of course, there's no immediate plans. They got to think up some new shit. <laughs> on, I'm sure he'll be back. I, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm pretty sure that they're going to give him the IC title back at this point because I'm I'm sure that that was going to be the plan anyway. The Alistair yeah. thing was just going to be a, a detour for him. I'm pretty sure he's just going to get the IC title back. And then I'm pretty sure Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz will end up being in the tag division somehow. So I ain't mad at know. that. I, I ain't mad at it either. Hey, but, hey, you street, know. street Profits uh, doing African accents? Turn, me, turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, oh, not street profits. They, 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 I, I, I commend them for trying to keep them on TV. They don't got nothing for these niggas to do. No, clearly not. Clearly not. Like they just want to, cause they're cool. You know. Yeah. If if they're yeah. not with the belt, they, I, we don't know. We don't know, y'all. Yeah. We, we lost. We um, belts back. I don't know. Whatever. What is happening on SmackDown? Not Liv, really. Not much. Liv Morgan lost. Liv Morgan. Yeah. Liv Morgan that? lost to Carmella. Yeah. You got mad about that? I'm like, what would you think she's supposed to give a pity win? <laughs> because she, she didn't get let go. I don't know what we what we doing with Carmella. <laughs> That's a bigger question. They're building her up for something. Mm, maybe. You yeah. know what's my favorite part of SmackDown was when Roman called Jay Jimmy and it was like, doesn't even matter. <laughs> Green. 
If I was Jimmy, I would have off on that nigga. My nigga it was sulking. Why are they so afraid of this nigga? It's two of them and one of him. Beat that nigga ass. Because he beat them both up in the cell. <laughs> one of them had one. They had three legs between them. They have four now. <laughs> like, like, they can beat this nigga's ass. Beat his ass. I don't know. Beat his anyway. ass. How about that? Let's go to Raw. Let's get the let's get the final segment out the way because I I I I I'd rather enjoyed Raw for what it was on Monday until that segment. Uh, I, I don't think the segment was enough to ruin the show. To be clear, I know this is like people are saying this is worst of the year territory. I'm like not even close. <laughs> we saw a nigga in a in a get, get surrounded by sparklers in a ring to end the show this year. My my beef with it was. It seemed so poorly edited. <laughs> like, that was my main beef with this. It seems so, like, this is a billion-dollar company. If we're going to do things like this, go all cinematic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, go all the way. Let's not let's not do this. Like, for instance, that NXT, I'll never forget it because it's still one of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen. The NXT Halloween episode with Dexter Loomis and Cameron yeah. Grimes. And the zombies. <laughs> Bro. If we're gonna do this, do this all the way. Don't do no shitty takeaway angles and like shit cutting up and, and suddenly we're under Shayna's foot. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly all the, it was like, yo, let's not, please. It, it looked cheap. That was my main beef with it. It felt like there was too many people saying, No, do this, no do this, no do this. And yeah. nobody was telling them no. And I, I think that in general, the idea is correct because mm-hmm. Shayna, you know, you're, you're breaking her. I'm, I'm, and, and I think I said it last week. Don't have her crying, right? Like, don't have her like Seth, like in the corner crying. She looked, ah! yeah, like, <laughs> she, looked, she looked tough, okay? Like, she did still look kind of like, all right, whatever. Because she, you she, know, I don't believe this shit, man. Exactly. I, I thought that, like I said the, at the top of the segment, I thought that it was very, she, I thought Shayna was very, very good. I thought she was good here. And I, and I just want to be clear. Y'all did not fuck with her when she was beating everybody's ass, okay? <laughs> Y'all we were gotta not. Remind people about that. <laughs> we gotta we remind have, people. You have to. Y'all was saying, remember when she beat Kyrie the second time? And niggas was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like, y'all was not fucking with her back in the day. Let's be clear about it, all right? She got something to do now. I'm not saying it's the best thing, all right? I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever, okay? However, She's able to show a lot more today than she was able to show being MMA badass that bites people on their fucking neck, on their head, or whatever the fuck she did to Becky. I'm just, she squashed the whole roster in 15 minutes. There was nothing else for this, this nigga to do. She got to do something. <laughs> I made you call her a nigga. Um, My bad. My but, bad. I didn't call her uh, no, it was, it was pretty, it was very ungood. That's how I kind of reviewed the segment. It was very ungood. Um, you had me scared. You were like, it's on guys. You, I, I don't know. I'm like, what, what happened? No, because you were like, you were like, yo, this thing is rocking. And I was like, uh, <laughs> you were like, who's writing this? I was like, you may want to hold that off until then. That was the only, that was clearly a different team. Because like, like, we're going to get to the opening segment. <laughs> the opening segment was that all. Was them. <laughs> it was tremendous. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the opening segment was good. The Miz falling down the wheelchair. Uh, AJ yeah. Styles saying, that's cap. That's a lie. <laughs> Uh, Randy Orton trying not to laugh his ass off. That like, listen, I know. It had I know. a lot. Of, it had a lot of great things. It had a lot of great things. 
I the, loved it. The actual match itself w- was really fun. And I think that the only reason that these matches end up being fun is because AJ just loves to work with the New Day. And you can tell. And you can tell that the New Day loves to work with Randy and Riddle. And they just mm. have chemistry. But you also had new people in the match. Well, obviously, Grand Metal League. Shout out to our homeboy, Grand Metal League. I hope you get well soon. Uh, but John John Morrison had to fill in for him with, with uh, Lince Dorado. And that ended up being really fire. And like I thought that, again, the right team won. They, they actually did something right for once. <laughs> Listen, Viking Raiders, we here. Viking Raiders versus AJ Styles and Nomos. I think it's a great showcase, once again, of the Viking Raiders. I mean, mm-hmm. they're former tag team champions. They've been off TV for a while. They haven't been in a prominent role. I'm glad to see them back in this spot because we know they can go, mm-hmm. and we know they can bring it, and that's all kind of what we want from them. <laughs> it's like, oh. We want to see one. They even te- they even tease the uh, the T bar and Mace match with these two, and I'm like, I hope we get that really soon because I think that has the potential to be a, a, a banger, especially considering three of the guys in that in that group. So like, let, let's see it happen. I want to see it happen. I agree. Um, <laughs> Jackson Riker, man. Oh, and actually, before we get to Jackson Riker, RK bro, they got merch. They got merch. Oh, they do. Is it official? Yes, they got merch. <laughs> It's good merch. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> a snake on the scooter. No, oh, well, Randy. Randy's thing. I'm more. I'm more so talking about Randy's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He had the stallion. He had the stallion, but the stallion was a vi- was vipers in the hair. It was snakes in his hair. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. It was hard. I see the vision. They have the RK Bro collection on WWE Shop. Let's see. They're let's going go through this. They're going all in. Oh, these niggas got mugs. They got yeah. hoodies. They got tank tops. They got zipped up hoodies. They got. That's pretty much it. But <laughs> they got a lot. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot. Um, I, I I continue to enjoy this team. I continue to think that this is probably the best thing for Randy Orton and really the best thing for Riddle. I just want to let people know, regardless of where you're standing, they're setting up Riddle for something big soon they're they're giving him a lot and you don't really see people that aren't like aj or seth or stuff like that get the type of prominence that he has where he wrestles two matches a show he wrestles with kofi and one you know and and he's got randy orton's cosign i mean you got to say there's not many people on the roster that's getting that type of look so just be ready for whatever they have planned for this guy listen let's move over to the real crime on monday night raw jackson Riker. (laughs) So, first of all, it was a real crime last week because as soon as we finished recording, I was like, fuck, we forgot to go in on the Elias and Jackson Riker thing because that promo was green. That, <laughs> that yeah. promo, but it was also awesome. He was gone. We thought that nigga was gone. We thought we thought the next day, I was like, I'm not going to be surprised this nigga's released the next day. And then they released six perfectly fine people <laughs> and they keep took, this they, they, took our, they took our real, they took the real ones and let this imposter stay. Let this imposter stay, and now he's being built as the next. First of all, got a haircut, looks terrible. Looks um, even more. He looks even more like an insurrectionist. <laughs> uh, why do you think they broke him up for real? <laughs> I, I don't know. You, you, that's one of the. That's one of the great mysteries. There, there must be somebody on the on the in, in creative that sees a lot of him. He must. He must know where the bodies are buried. Because I thought with Drake Wirtz, I thought it was over with. 
You know what I'm saying? Listen, like, you don't I, play that. You don't play that. No. So I don't know. I, they had a terrible match, by the way. So like, there's someone has to be seeing this. Jackson Riker versus Elias. You couldn't pay me to watch that blood feud, man. I Put skipped that shit on dynamite. The mega, the mega powers collide, bro. Like I skipped, <laughs> I skipped the fuck out of that shit. I oh, skipped. Sorry, I can't. The fact that they want, they want him to be a baby face. Yeah. No sir. Twenty one. No, no sir. No. So Drew and Bobby had their uh their contract signing complete with swords. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> chicks and swords, man. How much you think they're paying them on a weekly basis? Because these now they're recurring. Now these ladies, they if this is two thousand five, they're getting a high spots, <laughs> you know, shoot interview of like how they've been doing over the last three weeks. How's their run? Yeah, uh, I, I would say that they probably get at least up fifteen hundred to two thousand a, a week, maybe. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, mm-hmm. I hate to be Santana Garris tight. Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I like the confidence both of them are exuding, especially coming from Bobby, who's really like, "Oh, this is gonna be hell in a cell." I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to say, again, I always get proven right. Y'all keep talking about this feud, and it keeps, like, kind of, like, it keeps working. It works for me. I, I think that Drew, the thing that works for me with Drew is that he's very earnest in his promos. I think that, like, when you think he's going to go one way, he'll turn around and be like, no, 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 let me let me go ultra babyface here. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like the way he told that story and said, nah, fuck it, I'm going to beat Bobby Lashley's ass. What if he said, I'm going to beat Bobby Lashley's black ass? Would you, be, would you be okay? <laughs> and then pulled up with that sword, and it was like, I was like, "Yo, he's got a knife in the ring. How comes no one's stopping him?" And he used it threateningly. I know oh, Adam Pierce is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Also, Adam Pierce is like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 buddy!" <laughs> also, Adam Pierce, Sonya Deville storyline completely dropped. My influence. <laughs> okay, all right. Maybe people were like, "Yo, listen." People my, don't really like Adam Pierce anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking influence. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for the match. I'm glad they finally fucking announced it, uh, not, or announced the, the cage stipulate or the the cell stipulation for it. I think it's gonna be good. I think Drew needs to lose. Uh, the, the the story is that he can't win it or he can't ch- challenge Bobby for it ever again if he loses, and uh, I'm I'm fine with that. I think he needs to lose. I think he needs to get loses away. and then drives his ass over to SmackDown. <laughs> Turn it up to face Roman. The tell me, Roman. Tell me, you won't be to that. That would be turned. That would be super fucking oh, turned. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. I would love it. Like that. That'd be okay. great. And, and the story that it would connect to from their Survivor Series match would be just spectacular. I would love it. So listen, if this happens, if, if, if I'm I'm down with if Bobby wins, because I really don't want to see this no more. But <laughs> <laughs> so if this is the way it goes, hi ho, Bobby. Listen. I'm I'm down for it. Looking like a mega LA Reed. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, he better watch the way he be touch touching them girls before I tell his wife. Mm, I'm a, a snitch. No, they be telling you. See, you see him on Raw Talk? They were like massaging his head. They were doing little. One of them, listen, they all look like they auditioning for a a, a, a permanent roster spot. I know. The I know. They nodding, the way I they know. playing up the gimmick. Like in who who's the who's the oh no Johnny A says he's probably like hey we got a couple spots a couple lockers open <laughs> you girls know how to wrestle <laughs> let me let me stop before they they get hired and they 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 become QAnon or some shit the NXT locker room oh is- my 
my good. God. They get Finn out of that fucking locker room. He is too blessed for this world to be in that locker room. Get him out of here. Get him out of there. Listen, but uh, that was was that everything else? That was pretty much. I mean, Raw had a good undercard. They they featured a lot of people. Sheamus. Sheamus. Sheamus broken nose. Broken old, old broken nose Sheamus. Um, I didn't like how they make Ricochet and Humberto Carrillo both lose. Because at this point, I was expecting, all right, one of them's got to win. And then they, 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 they both fucking lost. They, they, it was a draw. It was a number one contender match. <laughs> like, I don't know. Whatever. Listen, Jeff Hardy's back on Raw. They they heard my uh, <laughs> they heard my booking. It's like, oh Jeff, where you gotta get Jeff back on Raw? This is what the kids love, Jeff. And listen, he's out there. But that was really it. Yeah, that was really it. Yeah, that was it for Raw and, and SmackDown. The tag match, I'm the tag match. I could do without the ladies tag match. I was like, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> that was it for Raw. Once again. Thank you all for listening to the A Show. Of course, we have so much content coming to you. We have the Invasion Diaries, which just which just aired on Monday. Check that out on our Patreon if you haven't heard it already. Uh, we also have the War Report with Cyrus and Quan every Friday, especially with some extra content. They do a lot of extra content for Patreon. Y'all need to y'all need to tap into that. Like they they really be working hard. They're working hard for the Patreon dollars. I got I gotta say they they they're doing it. They're doing the damn thing. Uh, we also have. Uh, spot callers a special episode of spot callers with uh cyrus and i forgot the young lady's name but um they're both reviewing the hana kimura uh tribute show so definitely check that out if you get a chance and of course i'm going to announce a show next week so make sure that you're that you're there uh when, when we do that so for meals i am justin thank you for listening to the a show and we'll see you next week Light makers. Run that back, turbo. Did the dash and I blow the brains. Dash and I blow the brain. Got cash on a private plane. Got cash on a private plane. Couple M's, I'm sounding strange.